Peace and blessings, everyone. I'm your host, Sean Crystal Parker, and welcome to episode 29 of Real Shift Happens. So we're going to take this entire episode and dedicate it to boosting your immune system. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss a thing. I go within, walking in the fertile soil of my own being. There, my ancestors' fossilized footprints lead the path to my destiny, embedded in my soul. I can feel the pain and the toil, the sorrow. I bear the weight on my shoulders, but also the joy, the laughter, the song. I hear my community deep within my spirit, quietly guiding my footsteps along the path. I go within. Thank you so much for joining me. So we're going to focus today on the immune system. Okay, um, we have a new five-minute focus shift that is targeting each chakra in your body to help clear any blockages. And we've also added a rife frequency that's an immune boosting frequency in our five minute focus shift. So we're going to really, really be focusing on how mindful meditation and other types of meditation can help boost your immune system as well as how yogic practices, uh, yoga asanas and yoga breathing can also help boost your immune system. So we're going to get into that, but first let's get into our brand new five minute focus shift right now. Returning to the source is serenity. Comfortably wherever you are, relax your shoulders and gently close your eyes. Feel at ease with yourself and keep yourself relaxed. Now imagine that a ray of light is entering from the crown of your head where the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, is situated. Moving the light all the way down through the central energy channel, parallel to the spine, down to the perineum area, where the first chakra is located, the root chakra. Now imagine that your mind is beaming that light slowly down into the root and it turns red and covers the first chakra. Take a deep breath and as you keep your attention fixed on the point where this chakra is located, imagine that the air you inhale and exhale is also red in color. Start visualizing how the root chakra is gradually releasing all the negative, stagnant energies from the body and making way for fresh, positive flows of energy. Now imagine this energy moving up to the second chakra, the sacral, located just below the navel area. Think of it to be an orange colored light, pure energy. Mentally clean any blocked energy and release all the negativity, spinning it around in the orange light until it disappears. Now moving up to the third chakra, the solar plexus, roughly three fingers above the navel, focus there on the color 
yellow. Imagine that the color is growing in intensity and allow yourself to feel its strong vibrations in each part of your body. Imagine that you're able to breathe the color yellow and imagine yourself to be filled up with this color as you feel deep inside its clarity and growing awareness, making you feel stronger and more confident. Now move up to the fourth body chakra, the heart. Breathe in very pure emerald green light and feel it entering your body. Imagine it's settling down and then again expanding into your heart. Make an effort to expand this light further from your heart into your entire being. Let the light envelop you and imagine that the light is spreading all around you until you feel that you've become the green light. Now, gently take your attention up to the fifth chakra, the throat, where you can imagine the color of the sky and the sea, a beautiful blue. Feel that color as it lies within yourself. Starting from the throat, let this color spread the positive energy of truth purity, cleanliness, and peace all around you. See this light. Feel its energy all around you. Moving up to the sixth chakra, which is also called the third eye chakra, honing in on its position between the brows. Allow the vibrations of this chakra to work in a calm but powerful color, indigo, which is also the color of wisdom, knowledge, and spirituality. Finally, we're back at the crown chakra where you imagine the white energy spinning around the chakra point. Visualize and feel this pristine light unblocking this last chakra and making way for all the negative energies to exit your body. Keep breathing naturally and relax your body with every breath. And when you feel ready and totally relaxed, gently open your eyes and coming back to present moment awareness and doesn't it feel so good yes 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 I always always say this I know but it makes such a difference when you take some time for yourself in silence every single day even if it's only for five minutes you got to get that time in. And like I say, always say, as you go along, you can add more time. You can ramp up your meditation time. And before you know it, you will have a complete daily meditation schedule. And you'll love yourself for it. And you won't miss it because you'll feel so good after doing it I promise also you'll be telling your spouse and your kids that you can't be disturbed creating healthy boundaries for you to have your time to yourself it really 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 makes a difference and before you know it you'll be doing 20 minutes a day twice a day even yep this is not a joke guys Especially now, right? Especially with everything that's happening. There's so much stress. So 
got to get that in. So this episode, we're talking about how meditation can actually help boost your immune system. And I know this may be kind of a foreign idea for a lot of people because they're probably thinking like, how, how, how is that possible? Um, we're going to talk about it. You know, we've been in lockdown for what, almost six months, six months. And what is everyone talking about when you watch the news or when you go online? They're saying what? Stay home, wear a mask, use sanitizer, all of these things. But who's talking about boosting the immune system? What about our immune systems? Isn't that what our immune systems are for? To fight off infections, to fight off disease. So if we have our immune systems uh, functioning at the proper levels, I'm not saying that we shouldn't wear a mask or uh, use hand, hand sanitizer, but I think that um, boosting the immune system is probably, uh, no, not even probably, it is. It's, it's 10,000 times better than just trying to guard yourself with um, hand sanitizer and a mask that now they're saying they don't know if it even works. Um, and then some people are even saying that you're breathing in your own toxic air and you're not getting enough oxygen and all of these things, right? Well, if we take the time to practice, um, do some, you know, deep breathing practices, some yoga, sauna, some meditation, all of these things helped help boost our immune system. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Huh? Um, no matter where, whether you think this whole COVID thing is farce or not, it's super important to have your immune system functioning at its peak levels. So, I know personally from experience that um, yoga and meditation and breathing exercises have literally helped me um, out of the darkest, deepest depression that, that I've ever felt in my life. And also, honestly, I feel like I've got more energy than ever. Um, I feel like I got like 10 years of my life back. Um, so, uh, yeah. You know, true, you can get hit by a bus at any moment. Anything can happen to you. But that doesn't mean you should not be taking care of yourself, right? Self-care is super important. And um, it's kind of like this goes along with self-care. Because the idea is that we need to lower our stress levels. Our stress levels um, is, is a huge culprit in the weakening of our immune systems. And of course, the entire globe right now is literally stressed the fuck out, right? We're all stressed. I mean, honestly, like even if you have um, your finances in order, you know, uh, your jobs in order, let's just say everything in your life is personally is in order. Uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, your your best friend's life is in order or your sister or your parents or whomever like a lot of people are going through the shit shit right now and it's a global global experience for us all whether we personally are feeling the effects you know through uh losing a job or or um, just not having the money right now to sustain things, um, or just not knowing your future, not knowing what's going to happen, to, you know, maybe it's not you, it's your family, or even just the unknown, the uncertainty of this whole situation is super stressful. Life has totally changed for us, totally changed. Um, and we don't know what, what's coming 
we don't know what's coming ahead. You know, will things go back to normal? Probably not. Um, And I think the idea of that in itself is stressful because, you know, we're creatures of habits. We want uh, to kind of like go along, la-di-da, and not have to really, really think and worry about too much and just live life, right? Um, Yeah, that's what we normally want. But right now... (laughs) I can say that from my research, it doesn't look like things will ever go back to normal. And that's not to scare people or fear mongering. It's just to say like, let's prepare ourselves. Let's wake up and um, find out what we need to do next, what we need to create next, how we need to move in the world now that things are have shifted and things are different. Um, and I think that it's a perfect time to start a practice of meditation or yoga or breathing or all of the above, because what else the fuck do you have to do but stress out? You know what I'm saying? So let's find some stress relief. Let's, um, boost our immune systems and, you know, let's, let's continue to create uh, the lives that we want, you know. So I wanted to find some research papers on the positive effects of yoga and meditation on um, COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And sure enough, I found studies on yoga and meditation and breathing and their effects on COVID and on flus and colds and on the respiratory system. So there's really a lot of research-based information out there about how these ancient practices can strengthen your immune system. So, you know, the science is out. It's not just... um, theory in a way it's there's been practical application and um proven you know methods apparently here um and you know I wanted to basically also give just a few tips on those three three topics and how you can help strengthen your immune system through yoga, meditation, and um, breathing. And so um, where I looked online, I wanted to let you know is that there's a database called the National Center for Biotechnology Information. And that website has lots and lots and lots of research studies on probably just about anything you can think of. So definitely check that out and, um, you know, look up some of these studies yourself. And here are a few titles that you can go check out on that site. Um, We have effects of various pranayama on cardiovascular and autonomic variables. We have the effects of mind-body therapies on the immune system meta-analysis. We have advantage of meditation over exercise in reducing cold and flu illness. Um, We have, oh, as related to improved function and quality of life. And we have using mind-body modalities via telemedicine during the COVID-19 crisis, cases in the Republic of Korea, and there's so many more. So check that out. There's some good stuff. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go into all the statistics. Um, definitely go in there and check out statistics if you want. Or take my word that, you know, studies are being made out there to show and prove that these um, you know, century and century old 
practices are being confirmed by science. So basically meditation, yoga, deep breathing are confirmed by science (laughs) to have tremendous positive effects on your immune system. They help boost your immune system. They help strengthen your immune system. And uh, obviously so many more benefits. Okay. Um, Another title that I found was a perspective on yoga as a preventative strategy for coronavirus disease 2019. And um, this was actually published on May 1st of this year. And in the abstract, it says, the current COVID-19 emergency calls for rapid development of potential prevention and management strategies against this virus-mediated disease. There is a plethora of evidence that supports the add-on benefits of yoga in stress management, as well as prevention and management of chronic non-communicable diseases. So the main ingredient in preventing diseases and helping the immune system is the reduction of stress in our lives. And we all know that we have like major stress in our lives, good and bad. Like I mentioned, you know, like I said, like if it's not yours personally, um, it's someone you know. If it's not someone you know, it's just out in the world. It's on the news. It's literally everywhere you turn. So you can't really avoid it. Because we know that even, you know, life changes that appear to be good, like, you know, getting married or buying a home, a home, a new home, are also major life stresses. So, um, you know, there's no avoiding it. It's if we live in this world, unless you're like living in the mountains somewhere off the grid or something, you know, which a lot of people are choosing to do nowadays taking RVs and going off grid. Um, and I get that fully and will probably want to do that myself one day. (laughs) But in the meantime, um, you know, I use techniques to help, to help, uh, maintain really to help maintain through all the stress, through all the, the shit going on in my life. And, um, personally, and then to try to deal with like the mic, the macrocosm of things. So we have the microcosm, our individual personal lives, and then the macrocosm, which is the collective and what everybody is going through right now, which to me seems like the dark night of the soul, um, like a global dark night of the soul. But, um, but this too shall pass. So we'll get through it. And, um, really the best thing we can do is take preventative measures to protect ourselves on every level, um, from the cellular level all the way to, you know, our outer appearance, our skin, our bodies, mother earth. You know what I'm saying? So every level we need to protect ourselves um, from the current pandemic that's happening and any anything that happens in the future. So here are three techniques that I use that help keep me um, feeling good and help keep my immune system strong. Uh, the first one is breathing techniques. Personally, um, I started breathing techniques about what it's been, what was it? It's been almost two years now. Well, a year and a a half and some change. So I started doing Wim Hof breathing techniques, um, towards the end of 2018, the beginning of 2019. 
and Wim Hof breathing techniques, something you definitely want to look up more of. And I will definitely do an episode. I may have mentioned that I was going to do an episode before, but um, I definitely am going to dedicate an entire episode to Wim Hof breathing techniques or the Wim Hof technique. Um, I, I loved, I would love to get an actual um, certified Wim Hof instructor to be with me on an episode. But nonetheless, um, you can definitely learn the technique online. You can learn Wim Hof has a website. I think he just published a book or is about to publish a book. And um, they call him the Iceman. And he's someone who has developed a breathing technique that has helped him um, actually change his physiological makeup in a way to where he can withstand cold, extreme cold, um, just by doing these breathing techniques. So it's, it's definitely, it, I don't even know how to explain it. I love it personally. It feels great. It feels like a natural high. It feels like you've never breathed deeply until you do this type of breathing. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty intense, pretty intense. Um, so what I've done is three rounds a day. When I first started, I actually started with three rounds a day. And I did that in the mornings for probably like six months straight. Um, I'm, I maybe missed a day here or there, but for the most part, I was on it every morning. And I definitely, oh, at the beginning, you definitely feel a difference in your breath, in your body, your energy, how you breathe. I noticed um, that my breath was is still is actually um longer and deeper so each breath i take is just longer and deeper which before i was just i had more of shallow breathing and um you know no lie i can i can hold my breath for over two minutes while i'm doing the technique um even if I'm not doing the technique, like I, I know for a fact I can hold my breath for like a good minute and a half, for sure. Um, at least a minute, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so it's that's an amazing, amazing practice. It's a little labor intensive. So now I, I think I probably do it about three to four times a week. I don't do it every single day anymore but I definitely should hmm. but anyway yeah look up Wim Hof breathing techniques or um you know wait for the episode that I'm gonna put out soon very soon maybe even the next episode or the next two I don't know but it's soon the other breathing technique that I discovered recently at the beginning of this year actually 2020 is from a book called The Oxygen Advantage. And though I don't follow it fully, the technique, The Oxygen Advantage, um, there are some tips that I do use from the book. And that book is by Patrick McEwen. So definitely check that out. He's also all online everywhere on YouTube. He's interviewed everywhere talking about his technique and his book definitely check him out. But one of the tips that I got from this book that's been major for me is um, just being mindful about the way I breathe and um, breathing all the time, basically all the time, only through my nose. So for me, I was kind of already used to that because in yoga, oh, that's what you do. You kind of breathe. You keep your mouth closed. A lot of yoga teachers don't really tell tell you this, but 
um, a technique is to, you know, keep your mouth closed during yoga and uh, breathe through your nose. And this way you can kind of control your breath more. You won't get all, you know, huffed, huffed and puffed and out of breath. Um, and that just reminds me of one time in yoga class, there was this woman who was breathing through her mouth through the whole yoga class. And she, you know, she was struggling hard. Ooh, but, um, her, she just, her breath, it was just like, she was literally, it sounded like she was having sex. Okay. It sounded like she was having sex during yoga class because she couldn't catch her breath. And it was just like, uh, uh, like, is this like, well, lady. So I, I remember I, <laughs> I, um, you know, just like whispered in her ear, like, oh, you know, a little tip, if you want to, you know, control your breath a little better, you can just close your mouth and you breathe out of your nose and it will really help you in controlling your breath and you won't be so winded. And, um, you know, I didn't want to tell her that she also won't be making all them sex sounds during yoga class, but, uh, you know, it helped. So she tried that. She thanked me and it, it definitely helped. And I, but I can tell that she wasn't always mindful of doing it because I see, I would see her every week in class. So <laughs> uh, that is just a little tip um, to think about and also check out that book because that book has a lot of tips um, for, for breathing and he also mentions that this uh, breathing techniques help you lose weight. Now, Wim Hof doesn't really focus on the losing weight part, but I, I think that you also lose weight from the Wim Hof breathing too. Um, don't ask me all the technical reasons as to why, but it's in the book. It's in the oxygen advantage for sure. Um, Wim, like I said, Wim Hof doesn't really focus on that part of it. Um, he focuses more on just the overall health. Well, they both do. They both do. And actually, um, both techniques have their advantages. So you, you may want to check them out to see which one is best for you or, um, you know, like do like I did and kind of incorporate both of them into your routine, your daily routine. And both techniques will help boost your immune system. And they both have so many more benefits. So those are two breathing techniques that, um, that aren't really considered like yogic breathing techniques. So I put those in just the breathing category. Um, the second tip is yoga asanas. And yoga, asana is basically the yoga postures, the actual movement, because yoga has multiple uh, branches to it. And asanas are one branch. And actually, the limbs of yoga, uh, breathing or pranayama is, is its own branch. But in this case, we're just going to put number two as the yoga yoga is actual yoga you're what you we all consider yoga and generally for me I go to yoga class um you know anywhere from two to four times a week um but with the bin gym still being closed where I live I decided to create a yoga space in my garage so in the mornings I get up and I take myself down to my garage and I try to get in at least 30 minutes of yoga or movement a day. And sometimes I do a full a routine, you know, that I'm that I create or um, I remember my instructors from the class that I go to routine, which hers is actually an hour, but I'll do like 30 minutes of it. Um, 
or I'll just kind of like do some movement. And, you know, there are actually days where I drag myself down to the garage and I just sit there and I, and I don't do any yoga and that's fine, you know? So there's going to be days that you have that you just don't do it. Um, and that's okay. So, but as I continue to create that habit, I notice myself that I will do it more and more without hesitation. And that feels good. And that's what it takes, you know? So as you're starting out, you know, be easy on yourself. If you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. You know, you're creating this habit. You're creating a whole new way for yourself. So um, if you go off track, sometimes it's fine. Just get yourself back on. Okay. And definitely look up yoga videos online. There's tons of them out there. And we also are offering a live online yoga class every week via Zoom. So if you want to check that out, go to relaxunwind.eventbrite.com and you can sign up for the live yoga class happening every week with Real Shift happens. Okay, so you know shift is going to happen, right? Um, and also the study that I mentioned earlier, yoga as a preventative strategy had some yoga postures in it that they suggested. And what they listed there was sun salutations. They had the full sun salutation. Um, doing those are always great. Standing forward bend in this and standing back bend. Um, and when I say standing back bend, that's not to say that you have to go all the way to the floor. You can just go as far as you can go. Um, a standing or a seated spinal twist. So you're twisting your spine, you're seated in one space and you're just twisting your upper torso to one side and then the other side. It's a seated spinal twist. A cat-cow with a tiger breath. Um, you know, that's like when you get on all fours and you kind of uh, arch your back up for the cat like a cat does. And then you lower it down and kind of get that um, back bend in like a cow does. And in between, you can do tiger breaths, which is like just kind of sticking your tongue out and breathing hard like um, type of thing. And now when you, oh, the last one is fish pose and that's Matsayana. Um, Matsayana. You'd want to, um, that's, that's sort of a back bend that you do and your, your head is tilted toward the floor. The top of the crown of your head is tilted toward the floor. And in this position, you can fold your legs or have them straight out. Um, any of these poses, you can definitely check out online. Look up uh, on Google the benefits of them and find other poses. Find, uh, you know, routines on YouTube. Like I said, there there's lot tons, tons, tons of resources out there. So um, the other two things they recommended in that article are yogic, yogic breathing techniques. So I'm going to leave that under the yoga section because they, these are certain types of yoga breathing. Um, the first one is breath of fire. That's when you do quick breathing from the diaphragm. You, you definitely want to look that up on YouTube for examples. Um, or, you know, just look it up online to find great examples out there because there's tons. And the other one is alternate nostril breathing. And that's when you use your fingers and close one nostril and breathe in and then, uh, or yeah, breathe out and then open the other one to breathe in and you alternate 
your nostrils on that. And that's something also that you can definitely find online of how to do um, great examples, great videos on YouTube. So um, that's that's that. Um, the, the third method, of course, is meditation. Now, of course, there's several types of meditation out there. And um, there's even more ways to practice meditation, right? Some people feel like performing a certain task that you love and being like kind of in that zone is a form of meditation. And I, I agree. I definitely agree. You can, um, you know, be in the garden and be really into your gardening and into the dirt and your your hands in the soil and feel like you're in the in a meditative state and you are you can be walking and be in a meditative state riding a bike any of these things um but what we're speaking of in this instance is an actual sitting down and being silent meditation so traditional sense of meditation in this case okay and we mean literally taking taking time out of your day to do nothing, nothing at all, and sit in silence. Um, and that's that's meditation. <laughs> that's that's real meditation. Okay, uh, you're not you're not really doing anything. Um, and this is where I think that. Um, we find that we can go deep within ourselves the best, you know? Um, well, you know, I'm not even going to say for everyone, but I think it's a good idea. I think it's where you, you're not moving. You're, you're, your body is relaxed because the difference with, um, well, we'll go into the differences, okay? Um, the two most popular types of meditation are concentration meditation where you're focusing the mind on a single point um like say a candle um a fire on a candle or um a mantra or a light or your breath something like that and then there's mindfulness meditation where you're simply aware of the passing thoughts while you're kind of practicing present moment awareness. So you're letting those thoughts pass. You you know that they're there. You're watching them. Um, and you're just letting them go, right? Um, that's mindfulness meditation. And I can say that like I've practiced both types of meditation in the past and, um, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely what is best for you. And I feel like a combination of the both of them would yield the best results if you choose to do that type of meditation. I wouldn't, I don't know. I just, I think both of those types combined would, would give a nice comprehensive um, feel to meditation. Uh, but, but there is another type. And um, this is the type of meditation that I've been practicing for a little over two years now. And it's transcendental meditation. And, and I can say it's sort of a combination of those two styles where you kind of have, you know, you're given a mantra actually by, by your facilitator, the, your teacher who taught, who teaches you the technique and, um, it helps you focus and, um, you're also becoming aware of your thoughts, but at the same time, you're allowing them to pass and it's a really really simple technique and it's effortless but there is a major difference in the outcome with this technique than there is with say mindful practice practice or um, concentration practice and the difference between 
the three techniques can be seen in the brainwave studies that have been done out there. So there's a lot of brainwave studies on meditation and you can definitely look those up. They're out there. And um, transcendental meditation has been shown to produce widespread alpha coherence in the brain. So you're kind of getting into this deep alpha state when you do transcendental meditation as opposed to um, um, mindfulness, okay? When you're in this alpha, alpha state, you're in a relaxed, happy, and focused state. This is where your brain waves are. In a mindfulness state, your brain is taken to a theta state. Um, oh, transcendental meditation is in an alpha state, like I said, alpha coherence. Mindfulness, theta, which is like a dream-like state of consciousness. And for conscious concentration meditation, your brain is being taken into a beta state, which is a logical thinking and problem-solving state of consciousness. So, um... There's just a different, this is also, like I said, been studied and you can see results online. There's, there's a definitely a difference in brainwave activity with the three different types. And, um, you know, like I said, I've experienced all three and I, and I definitely can say that transcendental meditation is the one that's made the huge effect on my life positive effect and um, I th- I'm sure I'll do it for the rest of my life and I recommend you know if you aren't into meditating at all you know maybe start off with mindful or concentration meditation just to help yourself develop a daily meditation practice first because um, TM it seems like it's more advanced, but it actually is not more advanced. It's actually very simple and effortless. But the challenge comes in committing yourself to practicing 20 minutes twice a day. And, you know, once you get in the hang of it, you're good. You know, you you, you don't want to miss it because you can feel the difference. But um, developing that may present a challenge for you so or maybe not like I have a friend who she went straight into it and just started doing it she had a few hiccups at the beginning but then after that she was good and she's not missed a day uh, her her twice dailies so also um, there's a fee to learn the official technique one-on-one from a professional TM instructor so you definitely want to make sure that you're serious about learning it before you pay someone to teach you. Um, but it is worth it. It's worth the fee and it's honestly life-changing and I recommend it to everyone. So if you want to do TM, if you want to learn it through a professional, go to tm.org and find um, the center that's in your area because they're all over the country. And probably in this Right now, they're probably doing uh, virtual signups, you know, where they're going to teach you online because we are having group meditations online. And once you sign up, you are part of the the international group that, that would allow you to go to any center in the world and you can practice um, group meditation and they have all all sorts of things. So check that out. And, um, you know, it's really that simple. Like all of these techniques have positive influences on the physiological system because it's all about the mind, body, spirit connection. And so the more we go on into the future and as the old paradigms start to break down, um, and the new ones come in, we'll start to see more and more that it's about energy and the mind, body, spirit connection. And 
And that's going to be um, what we use to heal ourselves. So, you know, living in the present moment, awareness is also a huge component of all of this as well. And being aware of our bodies and the space we hold, that's part of it. Taking care of ourselves from head to toe, you know, inside and out from being aware of what we eat to what we think and say. All of these things um, contribute to our health and our well-being. And at the same time, we are embracing our humanity and knowing that we all know that the progress is a process. So we're in this together. We're getting through it. We're growing, we're evolving, and, um, you know, we're, we're becoming better humans and better individuals. Like, that's, that's what it's about, you know? So, don't be afraid. Don't let, you know, negative energy get to you, because that also weakens your immune systems. Keep your minds in good places, Whatever you have to do to do that, read some spiritual words, um, watch some, some great, you know, inspiring videos, listen to inspiring music, whatever you need to keep your, your energy up, to keep you positive, you know? So on that note, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up here. And until next time, what do we do? We have to do the inner work and create a shift in our own consciousness, which will create a shift in the collective consciousness. That's the goal. So don't forget, you can support our podcast at anchor.fm slash real shift happens. And also subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms under Real Shift Happens Wellness Podcast. Drop us a line on the Anchor FM site on our profile, Real Shift Happens. Uh, we have our book club. Don't forget, you can sign up on our website, realshifthappens.live. Um, what else? Oh, get some free books from Audible. Get some downloads. Go to uh, audibletrial.com slash realshifthappens. And we're going to announce a book coming up really soon. I know that I've been slacking, but I'm getting myself back in the swing of things. And I'm, I'm making a commitment <laughs> to posting my podcast. Like, what the heck? So sign up for the Real Shift Book Club. We're going to talk about a book really soon. And until next time, real shifters, go within and make real shift happen. <music>